you're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein, with me in the booth this week, and who knows for how long right now, uh, the other <laughs> Mike, Luffy BB. Two mics on the mic, which pains me every time I say it, yet I keep saying it because it's hilarious. So, yeah, it works, it's fine. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi, happy to be here again. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so when we <laughs> talked last time, we discussed the old Mario movie. Not the old, old anime, which I hear is just a fever dream trip from 1984, 86, something like that. Yeah, that's about right. I haven't watched it, but it looks weird. <laughs> uh, it, it, right after Mario really started up, so whatever anime was going to adapt it wasn't really going to be a thing. Uh, yeah. But the, the 1993 Mario, which was terrible. <laughs> it was a thing. It was a thing. <laughs> It has its lovers. You like it. There are people out there with road to, to glasses. Uh, <laughs> the the somehow discerning 12-year-old that I was hated the movie when it came out and then continued hating it afterwards. So take that as you will. Um, it's, it's just, it, was, it was special to me. It was, it was the first time seeing like, you know, a, a video game adaptation to a movie that I can really remember. And it, I agree. It's horrible. It's, it's really bad. But you know what? It's, it's got a special place in my heart. I mean... In fairness, I have no particular love for the Mortal Kombat franchise, but that first movie right. does kind of slap. It, so, it does, it and does. the soundtrack alone is yes. worth the, the watch. So, well, yeah. all they did was take the, the song from Mortal Kombat and just continue using it. Which, no. I mean, really, that's all you got to do. That's all we want. At least they did that right. 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 We just <laughs> we just want that overly sampled mod files kind of sounding song. Just play that a few times. That's really all we're yeah. here for. Here. Yeah, beautiful thing. It works. <laughs> But the new Mario movie, which you have seen, I have not, I will be watching it later, uh, and this is where mm -hmm. I do my COVID rant, where, yes, quote-unquote, the pandemic is over for a certain de definition of over, which I don't agree with. Uh, right. But it is hard to, for me to decide to go back and watch every movie in the theater, even, like, I'm picky now. I, I mm -hmm. only go to the movies that I really feel like I need to support, like the D&D movie. Uh, like Renfield that's coming out, and I'm going to go see that. Those kinds of movies, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure they're going to do well without my money being part of the mix, you know, and I encourage right, right. others to do the same. Mario made $124 million. My 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 ticket sale would have been a drop <laughs> in the bucket. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, like overall, I kind of really liked it. It, it was okay. pretty good. Um, I, I was fearful of how Chris Pratt would be at Mario, and, uh -huh. and it's it starts out – and I'm not going to spoil it too much. He starts out doing the really bad Italian voice. And I'm like, uh, please don't be this way the entire time. But it was it was a gimmick. It was just the beginning. Uh, there was some really great nostalgia for fans of the franchise sprinkled throughout the whole thing. Um, little Easter eggs here and there. Way too many to remember. They It was tastefully done. I enjoyed it. I, I think it was good. Worth a watch. So the cri criticism that many have leveled against it. Uh, is that while the Easter eggs and other nodding references to Mario and his entire franchise are there, I mean, the trailer alone spoiled Donkey Kong and yes. the, the <laughs> Nintendo 64 penguins and yes. Mario Kart, that's all like featured in there. Um, the argument against the film is that aside from those winking nods, there really isn't much substance to the movie. There's not a lot of plot and not a lot of character growth. This is true. Um, it, it really was just like, you know, here's Mario. This is what a Mario movie could be. This is what we're going to make it. And we're going to go with that. And for the most part, it does work. You would have liked to have seen more 
Mario-esque stuff in it. Like, you know, the platforming, the jumping, the the what he's known for in the video games rather than just, you know, telling a story, you know, a, a, a go-rescue-brother kind of movie, which is essentially what it is. Um, you get a little bit here and there of some of the platforming, uh, some of the, the, the what Mario is, but more, you could have used more, is all I'm saying. So you're right. There's not much substance to the movie other than this is just a, a buddy tale of going to get a brother and and you know the the journey along the way and the troubles they face it's it's a generic movie it could have been not mario and it would have been the same movie just without the winking nods and references exactly yeah. yes. yes so that's that is a fair point that is a solid criticism and i guess it raises a point of does the mario movie do more than say the old 1990s mario cartoon for the characters does it do less like <laughs> debatable um there wasn't exactly the, character growth and major storylines in the cartoon for example <laughs> yeah correct um <laughs> you know like you said the, the the one from the 80s the fever dream what it was it was really like almost more so mario brothers 2 mm-hmm. in in the animation and the style rather than you know mario brothers what mm-hmm. we know it as you know mario not acid is what mario brothers 2 is that's kind of what the show was uh, with some live action sprinkled in and, and whatnot. But uh, definitely could have been a little more for me. Yeah, I agree. Well, and like on that topic, the animation style from what we've seen for many of the characters, Mario specifically, although Princess kind of seems off too, uh, it mm-hmm. doesn't really look like Mario. Now, and this is this is something. Since the Nintendo 64 era, the 3D style of Mario has become very refined. The The, the 64 was crude, but the the box art and the other promotional materials had that specific Mario style that we're used to. And that's been what they've basically been moving the games towards. What you see on the box is what you're going to get in the game. And it's practically one-to-one at this point from like growing from 64 on to that refined style. Everything I've seen for the Mario movie looks like imagination doing a facsimile of the Mario style and not the actual Mario style. They might as well have just taken, like, you know, Galaxy and um, um, uh, Odyssey and just kind of slapped it in there. And, like, this is what Mario is. And it's exactly, like you said, one-to-one mm-hmm. animation style from screen to movie. They, mm-hmm. they basically just color copied that, That's which true. is fine. No, which is fine. I, I, mean, that, well, yeah. I mean, you're going to see a live – or not live action. You're going to see a 3D rendered Mario movie. There's a specific vision of Mario we have that they need to nail. The trailer doesn't yeah. nail it. Does the movie nail it? I believe it does. Okay. Um, I, I think it does a very good job. The, the some of the scenes um, left a little to be desired. The the Mario Kart scene doesn't really fit in for what it is mm-hmm. in the movie. You, you could have had that like you know been like a really cool integral part of the movie rather than what it ended up being i'm not going to spoil it for you Mm -hmm. visually stunning sure rainbow road love the callback there everybody loves rainbow road everybody hates it from the original mario but it was (laughs) great it it was it was a yeah it's iconic exactly um just (laughs) there there were some things that were lacking as quality as it was and, and as well as it did definitely um some parts of it felt a little squandered with the opportunity they had And I guess the major criticism is that it's, quote-unquote, just a kid's movie. 
You could say that, and and that's fair. Uh, this was I saw quite a few kids in the theater, you know, maybe age ten and under, who were loving, you know, the Jack Black aspect of Bowser, and then thinking it was hilarious, you know, and and we're we're really into the movie itself. You, you could tell it was kind of geared toward them, but there was just enough. Um, whether it be the music, uh, there's a couple of Easter eggs for music in there that really hit me right off the bat. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what that is. And, I, and if you're under 35, you're probably not going to get that, which was cool. Um, so they did give you a little bit for the nostalgic fan, the fan that's been there the entire length of the franchise rather than just for the kids. Um, but I mean, you're, you're talking to the same studio that gives you minions left and right and, and pukes out some really bad content <laughs> yes they, they they geared this for kids yes yeah that's a point that i think is worth discussing is like a lot of people online in the commentary are saying well i mean it's a mario movie what did you expect for it from depth it's that this is the mario series we're talking about you can't <laughs> expect depth from this but so there's there's two points to be made and the first is it's a movie it's yeah. not a video game. It's not a platformer. The platformers can get away with not giving you plot because mm -hmm. uh, you're controlling the character and the journey is the story. Like, seeing every underground level and the sky levels and just experiencing all that the game has to offer as you control the character, that's different from having a plot line. But Correct. you don't get to play a movie. You need a plot line in it. Yeah, you had to put some kind of story in here that made sense. Um, and, you know, the, the typical thing you would think is Mario Save the Princess kind of movie, obviously. That's what 90% of the games are about. It was a nice wrinkle here to, like, you know, go save the brother. And, and the journey with Mario, Princess, and Toad along the way. You know, Princess is not some damsel in distress in this movie who's, you know, my princess is in another castle, I need to be saved. She takes the lead quite a bit and is no joke and quite a fighter, to be honest. She's, she's pretty good. So I like that aspect of it. Um, it was a good job with what they had to do. And it was a nice, different change than just your basic, like, hero get the girl kind of movie. So, like, if it's, if it's just, a, it's not just a kid's movie in this case. But is it fair to assume that kids' movies need to be dumbed down? And I think that's, I think that's the issue that I'm having with, like, the mm. online, not necessarily the movie itself, but the online commentary uh, is saying, you know, well, it's a kids' movie, and of course it's not going to be deep. And it's, it's like, well, but the kids' movies that I remember from, my, and I don't want to sound like the old person ranting about my youth, but <laughs> the old per like, the, the, from my youth, and this is the thing, it's like, you have dumb, stupid, simple kids' movies. We all had dumb, simple, stupid kids' movies when we were growing up. I mean, like, I'm not going back and watching NeverEnding Story 2 or yeah, any of the yes. Care Bears shit, because that's dumb, simple kids' movies. But right. the ones that are lasting, I think, don't get dumped into kids. They get dumped into family-friendly, if we want to use a blockbuster term. Uh, right, and these are the right. ones that appealed to the whole family while still being kids' gear. You're talking, like, Pixar and Disney and... Some of the other ones, the classics, I'm, I'm sure some people like uh, An American Tale, for example, although I didn't right. that movie, but that's a family classic right there. Um, yes. Yeah. To say it's just a quote-unquote kids movies reduces it a genre down to let's just make it fart jokes and silly songs. I don't think this is the movie to me has a little more substance than that. I don't think that's a completely fair criticism. Um, do you have to kind of play it down for the kids? Sure. It's a Mario movie. It's for kids. You got, you take it for what it is, but I don't think that you could lump this into, um, you know, like you said, uh, 
a movie that would just be you're going to find in a five dollar bargain bin at, <laughs> at Walmart, you know, in five years. Right. I think this will this will have its place. And my what I'm hopeful about it as well is with the success it seems to have the opportunity, like we mentioned last week, to gear towards some other franchising being brought alive. You know, let's see if we can work on a Legend of Zelda. That could be really nice. Let's see if Samus could be on the screen and what it could be. I mean, heck, I'd watch a solo Donkey Kong movie if you're going to have, you know, Seth uh, Rogen. If he phoned in Mario, which they said he did, he, he phoned in just fine and played Donkey Kong fantastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'd go see that. In fairness, you can get a pretty good buddy cop adventure between Donkey and Diddy going around and just like patrolling the jungles yeah. for bananas. I mean, I, frankly, I would yes. I would absolutely watch them doing literal buddy cop where they drive up in a police car to like various Kremlings. They're like, sir, are those your bananas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you totally. And I mean, it's it's Seth Rogen. I mean, you could you could even just make it like you know, make Don. Basically, he was Donkey Kong as a stoner. Just make it that the Kremlin stole his weed. Yeah, I'd buy that. Played a cop and super bad. You could literally have him play the same character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, did, did anybody? Did, did anybody? Oh man, the Pineapple Express. I mean, literally, it, yep. it's it's him and James Franco on the silver screen as Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. I go see yeah. it. Well, maybe not James Franco. He's kind of in the doghouse right now. But <laughs> Seth Rogen with any of his other stoner buddies, Jay Baruchel, for example. Yes, yes, that's a good one. Very good. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get him cussing the way he did in like some of his other movies, but still. No, no. I mean, that'd be funny to see Donkey Kong just like, dropping f bombs left and right. But... Mouth, Diddy, and Donkey is just like, oh, oh my God. yeah. It, it, it... <laughs> If they can do it for Deadpool and make that a Marvel rated R movie, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless for what you could do for some rated R, um, you know, Nintendo shit. And oh, I'm here for great off brand shit. Uh, They'd never you, allow you. it, but I would watch the hell out of it. I mean, you as a Castlevania fan, how much would you love to see them adapt that in a way that's like, you know, not quite like Evil Dead horror level of gore, but like add some gore in there and make Simon and, you know, that that real kind of gritty hero that like kills things along the way. I think you'd be here for it. I mean, the Netflix series pretty much does that. It does. It certainly does. And I, I was on board with it. I watched all four seasons. Yeah. And you're not an anime fan. So, you know, no. what? that says something. That pained me deeply, but it was the only it's way I was getting my Castlevania picks, so it was gonna happen. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's all I'm gonna say. It was good, <laughs> and and it, and I believe it has opened up the possibilities of a, of not you know quite an expanded universe of Nintendo. Mm -hmm. That would be kind of weird, mm -hmm. um, but but definitely the possibility of of some little you know snippets and little you know sprinkling salt and pepper of some good quality stuff from our childhood i think is possible which i would i very much enjoy it does raise the question of what like what how other movies from nintendo would be geared now they're a they're a family-friendly company for the most part you you rarely see them release something hard r-rated um i mean they, they got the bayonetta license more recently and that's that's been interesting for them uh mm -hmm. but like the only real hard r game they that i can really think of from them was like like true hard r was uh, mm -hmm. Conker's Bad Fur Day, and in the United States, they even removed their logo from that one. So right, right. That was yeah. rare, and Nintendo was like, well, okay, you can make this, and then eventually they got cold feet, and were like, well, you can make it, but we're not, <laughs> we're, we're not, you know. And then, and, then, and then when you get bought by Microsoft, we won't be entirely sad. Um, Correct. But yeah, no, uh, it's, I don't, it, like, for instance, I don't expect to see a hard R alien-style Metroid, even if, that would be the kind of way you make that movie, you know? 
Yeah, and and I don't think you need that per se to make it a successful Metroid movie. But I mean, you can you can hit a level of you know PG thirteen borderline. I think that would be just as acceptable, especially for something like Metroid, because I mean that's a a pretty dark mm-hmm. franchise at its core. You know, the extinction of life form. You know, the the destruction of planets. Like it's not like little kitty stuff there's some deep stuff in there where you could really translate that well given the right circumstances and the studio behind you so hopeful it can get there i'd love to see that metroid's one of my favorite franchises um you know, and zelda as well very much would love to see that happen we'll see time will tell mm-hmm. i mean i'm on board for it this, this the success of this at least should prove nintendo that there is a market for their media in movies this is much more successful than the one from 30 years ago uh, and and a given because i mean you have a much better way of doing this now with the animation the studios and it, it's come a long way you know you couldn't do a movie like this 20 years ago even and make it look as crisp and pure and good as it does now the shadowing and all that it's come a very long way animation so quality stuff here in the animation style and and i gotta hand it to illumination they they had me worried because of some of the stuff they just throw out there for a cash grab <laughs> i i feel like they really kind of took their time and showed some care to this and was it the best movie of all time absolutely not was this a solid b b plus for me yeah i'd say it was well and nintendo is likely going to look at this and all the box office returns they're getting on it because i mean at 124 mil right now the movie's going to be expected to fight when it's all said and done it's going to bring in 350 to 400 mil. Um, yeah. And that actually, I need to go look at the budget for one. Well, Wikipedia page right now says 445 million so far box office. I'm guessing oh, worldwide. worldwide. Right there. But yeah, I mean, they've already, it's already four times their budget. So mm-hmm. pretty, really, pretty, really good. I don't think this hits a, a billion like some of these other, you know, crazy movies that we've seen over the last, you know, Marvel movies for that matter. This isn't going to hit that kind of level. Uh, but I could see this hitting, the, like you said, three, four hundred million, maybe domestically. It's, you know, we'll see. It came out at a good time. Um, movies are starting to pick back up. And, and like you said, the, the COVID thing kind of being what it is and people accepting it. And it's fine. Um, but I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, yeah, it's. Well, okay, so if we're talking box office, and we'll, we'll touch on this for a second because you raised the point while I was looking up the numbers. Um, it, it, made, it cost 100 mil. It's made 445 mil in its first 10 days of release, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Most of that over the weekend. It seriously outperformed both domestically and globally. The expectation is a movie is going to make three-ish times what it made its first weekend over the course of its life. Uh, right. A sex, uh, uh, barring, you know, Avatar and Titanic and that kind of... Right, right. It has. George, James Cameron did not apply his name to this movie. It doesn't have those kinds of... <laughs> Could you imagine a James Cameron Mario movie? My goodness. <laughs> It'd be pretty. It would It'd be. be pretty. It'd have some blue cats in it somewhere, but it would be pretty. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean... Um... Uh, uh... Mario's in a cat suit, and that's not going to spoil too much. Nope, so, nope. I mean, that, the, the Easter eggs are already there for the possibilities. <laughs> but, I mean, so it making just shy of 500 mil, an expectation of maybe it even touching a bill, I don't think that's beyond the bounds of reason. Yeah, um, I mean, it could. It could. It Japan could. and China and those countries will pump in a fair amount, and then yeah. it's going to have legs at the United States for probably another 150 mil over its course. Close to a bill, I think, is a reasonable expectation. And considering the fact that the previous movie made forty million, 
run. Yeah, now, this is already 10 it, times as much in yeah. 10 days, and yeah. that was 30 years ago. Yeah, so. yeah. And, yeah, and sure, the budget is twice what it was the last time, but they, right. they're counting their dollar signs now. That's that's oh, what oh, they're yeah. doing, yeah. All, all they're hearing right now is cash register chinging. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think Nintendo, I mean, I would expect to see more than just more Mario movies, although... I'm sure they've already fast-tracked two or three Marios to go into the pipe already without even saying anything. Yeah, um, I, I believe so. Yeah. They, they set this up where there's definitely the possibility for a sequel should it be successful, and clearly I think we're going in that direction right now. Um, the, what I think is going to be the key, though, honestly, to an extent, is you, you got to keep some of the same voice actors and stuff around. Uh, you, you can't just, like, mm-hmm. start just phoning it in and, and grabbing some other people just to voice it to save a few bucks, mm-hmm. uh, that would be a mistake. So if you're going to do this and you're going to do it, maybe you can only get Chris Pratt for two movies. You know, you get him for those two movies. Then. I'm sorry. You just mm-hmm. you, you, you got to keep that voice what it is. For better or worse, if you love it or hate it, you can't just like have it be Chris Pratt one movie and then Bob, John, Billy Bob over here for the second movie, some random guy. Unless you're going to get a true voice actor to do it, you have to get some consistency. Otherwise, you're going to lose. You're going to lose quite a few people. I think. Is this great welcome for everything, as we discussed before. Yeah, you know what? I that would be okay. <laughs> I, <I'd, laughs> that would be okay. I'd accept that. Uh, all right. Well, I think we're about to talk down on this movie, but I will have more Nintendo thoughts. I want to talk with you in a future podcast. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein here in the booth with the other Mike, as weird as that is. <laughs> and we will see you next time.